1: Welcome, dear listener. This is the Iron Fist and the Velvet Glove podcast, episode 268. If you're watching on the live stream, sorry for the delay, but we had a few technical uh, issues. I, of course, am Trevor, a.k.a. the Iron Fist. This is a podcast where we talk about news and politics and sex and religion. Normally, there's a panel of privileged white men who sit around talking about the issues of the week. And occasionally, we have special guests. And on this occasion, I've got Robin Bristow, from the Noosa Temple of Satan. Robin, welcome aboard again.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Great, Robin. So I'm just going to turn your volume up a little bit, I think. Hopefully people can hear you. If you can speak a little bit louder, that would be good because it just was a bit soft then. So yeah,
0: I'll, I'll try and l- to talk louder.
1: Great. Okay. So, um, so uh, dear listener, Robin's been busy. Uh, Robin, um, in charge of the Noosa Temple of Satan, Robin... I've known you for a while, and I know you've had sort of things uh, sort of bubbling away in the background. I saw where you had some emails to your local representatives, where you were wanting to talk to them about secular issues and and the privileging of Christian groups in the Noosa Shire. You asked for a meeting, and nothing happened. And subsequently, you've now decided to to run a, a black mass ceremony in a, a hall and all of a sudden they want to talk to you. Is that how? Is that how it's panning out?
0: Well, that's kind of how it worked out. Um, yeah, I have been corresponding with the council, uh, with our mayor, and uh, discussing the need to talk to her about some issues that I was concerned about. Um, but in the meantime, I've also been planning this black mass. Uh, so the two sort of run separately. But at this point, they've now converged. Um yeah, the black the black mass was basically in response to Scott Morrison's religious discrimination bill and um, try, you know, trying to make a test case out of it. Uh, we approached the uh, the J, which is a council-owned venue in Noosa, and asked if we could um, put on the black mass. Uh, they were very happy to do that because uh, they have Hillsong there as well, so. The precedent had been set for religious uh, events at the um, council venue. Yeah, it's
1: just a sort of a town hall type place, isn't it, the J? Well, it's a a
0: little bit more than a town hall. It's a very fancy auditorium, uh, state-of-the-art auditorium, uh, with ancillary rooms around the outside and a radio station. Um, So I'm very proud of this facility. It's really a world class facility. Yes. So so and how it, often I, does Hill,
1: Hillsong use it? Do they use it well, pre-covid were they using it every Sunday?
0: That's correct, every Sunday.
1: Right. Yep. And so Robin, a, a black mass, like what what are you actually proposing to do at a black mass?
0: What what is one? The easiest way to describe it would be to go and have a look at satanicaustralia.com's website. Yep. At the bottom of it, they describe a typical black mass. But ba- Basically, it's to encourage community and fellowship uh, and, of course, to have a little bit of fun as well. Um, Satanists do not believe in Satan or the occult or supernatural. Uh, that we leave up to Christians to do. Right, right. Uh, so it, it, it is a celebration uh, very similar to a Catholic mass in in, um, in form I guess um, but it, it takes a different look at, at things so uh, you know there's it starts off with their uh, invocation it has uh, a little bit of a sermon uh, there's a uh, the um, the communion which is takes place as, uh, it's called the Feast of enlightenment and we use an apple instead of a wafer. And uh, there's all kinds of fun that happens. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's just as dramatic, I think, it's, uh, as uh, any Anglican or high Anglican or Catholic mass. And I presume it could be described as very camp, high camp, over the top, <laughs> and uh, very theatrical. So we try and make it entertaining.
1: I was looking at Wikipedia and it said that a black mass um, uh, participants often use a consecrated Eucharist host and desecrate it, using it in obscene ways. And that's one of the reasons why tabernacles in Catholic churches have locks and why some parishes have an usher to stand next to the communion line aimed at protecting the Eucharist from being used in a black mass. Can you can you reassure us that you're not going to take a, a Eucharist that you've stolen from a Catholic mass and use it in an obscene way, Robin? <laughs>
0: that would not be our intention to do that. Um, yeah, the apple is symbolic of the fruit of knowledge, and so we eat it with gusto. Right. Um, being in in the COVID situation, though, we won't be able to pass it around. I don't think it'll just be symbolically eaten by one or two of us. Yes,
1: yep. yeah, yeah. That sounds good. And um, I mean, are you going to summon the Dark Lord? And will he appear? I guess is the other question.
0: It... Well, we we hope so. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Dark Lord is symbolic for us. It's a metaphor, so. In spirits, yeah,
1: the spirit of rebellion will hopefully appear. Is that kind of uh, what you mean by
0: that? I suspect we will know the presence has arrived. Right. And, yeah.
1: yeah. So, obviously, the aim of this, Robin, is to get um, to show the hypocrisy, I guess, where Christian groups are offered use of public facilities. And they say that that's in the spirit of freedom of religion and therefore they should be entitled to use these areas um, belonging to the public. Yet perhaps if a religion comes along that they don't like, then suddenly they might be up in arms about, about that. And this is a little test to see whether the Christian community of Noosa and, and further afield might object to um, Satanists using a public space in exactly the same way that a christian group is using it. That's that's kind of what you're doing is to test really does freedom of religion mean freedom for all religions or just freedom for christian religions? Is that is that what you're aiming to expose here?
0: Well, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this. Uh, I would I would say first of all we we're trying to uh, encourage a sense of community and fellowship. So that would be our number one aim. Yes. And the, the secondary aim would be, as you said, to, to find out how tolerant Australian society is to other religions. And uh we've certainly found out that they are not very tolerant. And uh you know, the, the ball is really now in the court of uh Scott Morrison and um his government to to put their money where their mouth is and uh Show us how how committed they are to freedom of religion. Yeah, we've had a letter from Christian Porter where he says that Satanists are regarded as a bona fide religious group. So, why why should we um, settle for anything less than what is uh, what other group religious groups are allowed in this country? Mm. I-
1: there's a guy in the chat room who's making a few comments and we'll, we'll get to him in a little while, but I'll, I'll just go through some of the um, comments you've seen in letters to the editor and on Facebook pages and things like that. So there's one here from a letter to the editor, um, which is probably, I don't know, the Noosa Daily or whatever. Um, this is from Bill Bodkin, who's talking about your proposed event. And um, at one point here, he's talking about, Satan and, um, and exorcisms, and he says, Serious books on the subject have been written by Catholic and Protestant authors who have personally carried out or assisted with exorcisms and witnessed the sufferings of many people in the group of evil. For example, Father Gabriel Amorth was for many years the chief exorcist of Rome. Uh, he was from 1925 to 2016, so only recently passed away. And Bill Bodkin in his letter to the editor goes on to say, about um Father Ga- Father Gabriel he was internationally recognized as the greatest exorcist of modern times he was clearly not a charlatan his books most recently uh, the exorcist explains the demonic are available through amazon and and pauline outlets so uh, it seems to be a misunderstanding i think of satanism um well first of all Robin are you upset when people try to do exorcisms is that is that an upsetting thing for you or
0: <laughs> well it, it's disturbing if you understand psychology in any tiny kind of way you you realize it's um it could have the potential to be very very harmful and uh, certainly not a curative um, medical practice uh Yes. You know, it, it's a kind of witchcraft. And, yeah.
1: uh, people with serious mental really, illnesses are diagnosed as having the devil within them and they're, they're having exorcisms when they could be having proper medical yes, treatment.
0: As, as a gay person, uh, I I can see, you know, pe- people have been accused of having gay demons possessing them and, and uh, trying to so-called cure their sexuality by doing exorcisms. It's extremely dangerous and... Uh, I'm sure it's resulted in many deaths through the centuries. Yes,
1: yeah. So in the chat room, uh, Who Am I London uh, says that... um, Oh, what does it say? Talk about secular issues from the Temple of Satan. What a deceiver. I mean... (laughs) uh, uh, What am I, London? It's quite possible for religious people to be secular. I mean, secular just means the separation of church and state, uh, really nothing more than that. It means people being able to practice and worship their own faith in their own time whenever they want to without interference. And, Robin, are Satanists all in favour of secularism?
0: Well, it's one of the main principles of Satanism is that we uh, encourage secularism. It's one of our main um, driving points. So to say that we... uh, to confuse the two is is bizarre because it's the the one one of the main things we're trying to achieve with society.
1: Yes, so yeah, people just uh, get caught up in a in not understanding what secularism is, and even our own Prime Minister Scott Morrison, in his maiden speech, you can look it up, dear listener, said something like, "Australia is not a secular country. You can have freedom." Of religion, but you cannot have freedom from religion. Like, uh, and he thought secularism was just like any other faith. So, even our prime minister totally misunderstands what secularism means. So, I guess who am I? London um, is just following uh, in our prime minister's footsteps in not understanding it. So. So, another thing I want to get. So, just some of the other comments that came through Facebook and other things where you've posted about the event, Robin. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Tongue in cheek or not, to summons the Dark Lord on Noosa is a dangerous game to play. Clearly, clueless bunch there. God knows we don't need any darkness brought upon us. I'd like to think most of us are thankful and respectful for this awesome part of the world we get to call home. It should be celebrated, not insulted with more mindless negativity. Bring on the good times, not the evil times, I say. That's from Lee Schiller. Any response to that
0: at all? Well, you have this bizarre sort of circular argument with people that um, Satan has somehow tricked Satanists to believe that Satan does not exist. So no matter how how much you argue with them and say, Satanists do not believe in Satan it doesn't wash with them because mm. we've been according to them we've been tricked right um, of course you know for some bizarre reason God does not reveal himself to us so uh, we you know the, this whole trick you know perhaps God is tricking us too we don't we don't know so mm. it's very it's very hard to have a logical argument with anyone who, who goes down that path because you uh, you, you you get stymied in the on the first you know in the first corner. So yeah. what do you do?
1: So, Robin, I guess um, you say Satanists don't believe in Satan, but there would be some Satanists out there who do believe in some some sort of supernatural satanic figure. There might be that many of them, but there would no, be. They, they generally
0: be. go by the title of Luciferians. So yes. they don't share the same uh branding as us yes you know, I, I would call ourselves modern or contemporary satanists where uh you know the, the the uh the belief in satan uh is a christian problem not a not it's not our problem so uh christians need to ask themselves why do they believe in the occult and the supernatural uh and and uh you know what why why are we being tied with that brush when we are clearly not in that same space as them?
1: Mm. Just some more comments, um, Robin. Uh, this one was um, this is from a Facebook post of some sort. It is Satan's world. It's everywhere. Can't stop it now. We allowed it in. Why would Noosa be exempt? This is just the beginning. That's from Michael McInerney. Um Somebody responded saying that is a pathetic response to evil. It can't be allowed to expand. These people think you're evil or you're promoting evil, Robin. Are you promoting evil? Are you an evil man promoting evil?
0: <laughs> I think I might have mentioned to you before, I don't make a very good Satanist because I'm a bit naughty. <laughs> but um, this, this whole business about Satan being evil, it's, it's simply not true. I mean, uh, we... For, for us uh, you know we we, we believe in uh, well we have principles around uh, bodily autonomy and not harming other people so uh, wherever this this business about being evil comes from it's purely a Christian construct and and it's not what we stand for
1: mm, yeah um, more comments uh, this one was oh Gate crash their demonic shit with my Bible, no problem. Name it, date and time, I'm in. Hashtag Godwins. That's from Natalie-Ann. <laughs> tickets have sold out, though. Is that right, Robin?
0: That's right. Um, the tickets have sold out uh, two months ahead of the, the planned mm. uh, event. So,
1: so, so, some, um, some of the comments start to get a bit nasty. Here's one. Um, Needs a fire lit whilst they are all in there. Absolute oxygen thieves, the lot of them. So that's from George Manganis. Um, and there was a couple of other sort of more sinister-sounding comments. Robin, what's happened in terms of your dealings with the facility that you're proposing to have this and your, and your discussions with the police about security?
0: Well, we initiated discussions with the police way before we even uh, started this event. Uh, you know, uh, our dealings with the police happened a, a year ago when we had a protest in Hastings Street, and they were very cooperative. Uh, they, um, I think they followed up on all the Facebook issues and they um, got Christian groups to take down their threats of violence and of war. So on uh,
1: Facebook, they told them to take them down, did they?
0: That's correct. That was a year ago. Right. But, yep. but um, something's changed with the new police force. Uh, they don't seem to be so um, keen. Uh, I suspect it might be a change of, of top brass there. Uh, it's hard to explain, but um, that their, their uh, response to me now is that they're not going to investigate these threats of violence, which... Uh, it's quite disturbing. Uh, the the other day, a AFL footballer received threats on on social media, and the police went out and arrested two people for doing that. Mm. It's completely within the police's power, and within the in the law, to involve themselves in in social media threats of violence, intimidation, um, disruption. And for some bizarre reason, they've chosen to to ab- absolve themselves from their responsibility to do that. So, um,
1: yeah, so you, you copied some of these comments and sent a letter to the uh, local police saying, here's the sort of threats we've been receiving. Can yes. you, you know, w- what are you going to do to help us? And I've got a copy of the response you got, you sent to me, which was, uh, good evening, Mr. Bristow. <laughs> Um, police will not investigate the social media quotes on an open page. Well, there's also the case, isn't there, at the moment of um, the Broncos coach? What's that guy? Um, Seabold. I think the police are looking into that one and they're proposing to do things. So you just, um, it seems you to be a to double be a standard.
0: Uh, something.
1: That might be your next project is to is to create some sort of sporting organization and see if you can get the same rights as a, as an AFL or an NRL footballer, Robin.
0: But it's quite as, it's quite scary. Implication. What, what they're saying is the internet is the wild West where you can make death threats and all kinds of things. And the police just wash their hands of that. It's, it's not um, acceptable to me. And uh, because they've, They've investigated other uh, issues, similar issues, but I can't understand why they've withdrawn from from this particular issue. Yeah, and and what
1: about the? Are you able to talk about the facility and how they're feeling? What what sort of um phone calls they've been? Yeah, I don't want
0: to go into that too much. Oh. Other than they they have been traumatized by by what they've um. By phone calls and emails that they've received um, yep. so we're working th- through that so I'm really I'm really hoping the police will come to the party now and um, that's right um so so basically we've we've requested from our local federal MP that he needs to step in here and reassure new the new public that they are safe Uh the the government has been promoting freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh, anti cancel culture, all, all these kind of concepts. And and suddenly, when we ask them to stand up, they're nowhere to be seen. It's it's outrageous. So uh, we've asked Lou O'Brien, who was an ex-policeman, so he should know a lot about all this kind of stuff. We've asked him to step up and 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 uh, basically, as I said, reassure Newsom.
1: Oh, Robin, this is a bit of a worry. This internet connection is going to kill me, I think. Are you still there?
0: That day's safe.
1: Yep. Robin, we're having trouble with this internet connection, so we won't be able to do this as long as I would have hoped. Are you able to talk about the petition that's been um, mounted against your event and how many how many signatories they've got?
0: Well, I discovered this petition online. Um it's started by a Catholic group in America, and uh, surprisingly, they've got about sixteen or seventeen thousand signatures already in just in one day. Probably the largest uh, petition ever submitted to New Council. I just hope their servers can cope with the volume of of um, emails. Right. And uh, more interestingly, it, it's been. Uh, shared by the Canberra Declaration, which, of course, is a, quite a powerful local Australian group. And, uh, of course, their, their um, followers on social media have waded in with with their comments and obviously are signing this. But the petition itself is quite outrageous. It basically accuses uh, us of, of religious discrimination because of uh, who we are, Uh completely loses track of what what the real meaning is and uh, it's it's uh, it's quite interesting to to have a have a look at it so I don't know if you have the wording there that you can uh,
1: I do I've got a bit of the uh, there's an introduction to the petition um, talking about what you're planning to do Um It says, the world is already devastated with the coronavirus crisis. This adds another dimension to the problem by literally invoking the devil in a public venue that is owned and operated by the City Council of Noosa. This horrible event can only bring disaster to the world and we must oppose it at once. Please sign our petition. Blah, blah, blah. And the actual petition says, I protest against the satanic black mass that is scheduled for October 30 at the J, owned by the Noosa Shai Council. This state supported blasphemy is an attack on Christians everywhere and is a serious offence against God. I urge you to cancel this event immediately. Yes. Anti Christian satanic hate is religious discrimination. That's what the petition says.
0: It's it's quite bizarre. So uh, a
1: petition proposing to shut down your religious
0: event is described just describing you as a religious discriminator. <laughs> Well, that's the irony of that whole that whole uh, statement. I mean, the other uh, interesting aspect is that we have people objecting to us using council facilities, but um, no, you know, no objection to prayers being said in council or the council facility being used for by other uh, religious groups. So it, it's really quite silly to be singling out just one group and and uh, not everyone.
1: Well, this is the beauty of satanic activism, isn't it, Robin, that it it exposes the hypocrisy because these sorts of people would say, well, we must allow freedom of religion. We must allow people to worship. We must allow this as a basic fundamental human right. But really what they don't add that they need to add to be totally truthful is provided it's a christian mainstream religion that you're that you're practicing because if it's one of those other funny ones we're not we're not, we're not up for it That's so th- this is what the beauty of satanic activism sort of exposes so um it's quite a it's quite a movement in america for example where in situations like this what they would sometimes do is actually stop renting out the facility to any religion because they hate the idea of having satanists use things that they'll actually just stop it being used by any religious group, so that's sort of one of the consequences that, that happens over there. So, um, so Robin, um, I, I'm not sure if we mentioned it already because I was a bit distracted by the poor internet connection that had me a bit wobbled. But last time I looked, it was about 15,000 signatures on that
0: petition. I think it might have gone up a little bit since then, it could be 17,000 by now, and I'm sure. It can only get bigger because um, the the power of the internet to share these kind of petitions is vast, and uh, you can imagine three hundred million Americans. The potential of it going viral there is quite good. So um, we also have a you know quite a large chunk of Australia that falls into the kind of fundamentalist Christian category and would be very happy to sign such a bizarre. Petition.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, um, so, Robin, you're you going to have a meeting with um, Lord Mayor or anybody? Are they? Is there going to be some meeting to try and sort out security issues and other problems?
0: Well, I have requested a meeting, and uh, the the mayor has responded, and and uh, we've put a time aside to to meet. Um, I I have a lot of things to discuss with them. Uh, you know a lot of stuff prior to this event as to why they they did not respond to anything that that I wrote to them. Uh, you know I advised them of this this event well before it, it actually was publicised, so they were aware of it. Um, did they have a duty of care to make sure the staff were protected? I would say they'd have, and um, we'd have to investigate that. Uh, you know. Uh, there's there's uh, numerous things and of course uh, why are they renting out their ch- their facilities to homophobic churches? Uh, mm-hmm. It's you know I think these are questions that are uh, that need answers. They need to tell us, uh, reg- for example, taxing taxes in in Lusa, What what is the dollar value of taxes we lose to churches not paying their tax? Um, our our mayor's very. Um, determined to be transparent on, on everything. But uh, we we want her to be transparent on this issue too. We want to – Newson residents need to know every year how many hundreds of thousands of dollars taxes we do not collect because of the, the current legislation.
1: Yes. Yep. Maybe New Temple of Satan will, you know, um, try for some sort of tax exempt status at some point, Robyn, just to sort of <laughs> – See how you have,
0: to have money to, to, to be exempt from tax. So. <laughs> you have to earn
1: some first.
0: <laughs> well,
1: you're, you're earning a princely sum from this event. How much are the tickets?
0: The tickets are $6.66. So uh, we're not about to be, become uh, sort of Hillsong millionaires because of that. Uh, I've been very clear that any extra money we will be donating to charity. So um, thank you to everyone who has contributed. There's a GoFundMe page, which is oversubscribed already. And um, Children by Choice will be our charity, and hopefully uh, we'll have some money left over to send them after our event.
1: Yes. Yep. Hey, Robin, I I didn't run this past you before, you, do you think we could open up the, and just see if anyone wants to join us and ask any questions or participate like as a, as a chat line or, or not? Is that- I'm very
0: happy for people to ask questions.
1: Okay, because, um, because in the chat room, Who Am I London um, has had a lot to say. Uh, he says, God loves you. What a broken soul. Weak, broken. God will heal you. Um, and a whole bunch of other things. Um, Christ wants you back, Robin. He forgives you all. <laughs> so maybe um, Who Am I London might like to to, to Zoom in and, and have a chat.
0: Shall we try? Oh, it? I, when, or, it, what, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I have very little time for people like that, and I can be very rude to them. So perhaps for the sake of uh, <laughs> politeness, we we, okay. we ignore that person. Because, okay. Um, All right. All right. <laughs> well, maybe we should just um, hold on. Hold off on
1: that one then. Yeah. If, uh, if but but who am I, London? You're welcome to contact me during the week and, and we'll vet you to see that, to check that you, you could make a come here an argument and we'll have you on at some point if you want to give an argument as to why uh, this event should not take place. So, right. Um, Robin, what else did you want to say? Anything else? Is there any other um, parts of this that you wanted to get out to people to let them know? What's happening?
0: Well, the event is sold out now. So um, the only way to participate is we're going to live stream this through Facebook Live. So um, getting, getting closer to the, the date, we'll put a link on our um, Noosa Temple of Satan webpage. Yes. And people can um, watch the proceedings and I. Uh, 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 I'll have to do some uh, re- dress rehearsals. Um, we're hoping to have a performer from Brisbane attend as well. Yep. Uh, this person's a little bit more famous than me, I think. So um, we look forward to to hopefully having a few participants. And, um, uh, yeah, we, we, we hope we'll be able to entertain people for half an hour. It's only a very short uh, time. Mm. We'll try and make it as dramatic and impressive as possible.
1: Yes, yes, that sounds good, so Robin, anyone else out there considering doing a black mass? Have you heard of any other satanic groups who are who are lining up to do one or are thinking about it? Would you recommend it as a as an activity for a satanic group out there well
0: as you pointed out there there's two um schools of thought here the one the one is satanic black masses are uh, community building events, so the, the publicity around it can be minimal just directed towards people who who feel that satanism offers some kind of uh, uh support in their life and uh some kind of enjoyment and then the there are events like what what i'm proposing to do and and that's to to really bring attention to the the hypocrisy of of the uh, the current government around these issues, and of the, the Christian um, religious society in Australia, that they're completely intolerant uh, when they claim to be tolerant. So, our our event is a more pub- public event, and uh, the other ones you probably have to scratch around to find. Yes. Um. Various satanic groups. Yes.
1: Righto, Robin. Well, it's not the greatest of internet connections, so I think we might cut it short now. Unless you had anything else to say, good luck with your uh, satanic activism in Noosa, and um, keep up the good fight of promoting secularism and community at the same time. Well done, Robin.
0: Thank you. Uh, you no, know, it, it's it's um it's obviously distressing for a lot of people in Noosa uh but re- re- really this this um the stuff that i'm involved with is is meant to be for the whole of australia so i uh, apologize uh, in advance for for the discre- the stress caused to new but um you know this it could happen anywhere in australia and uh, w- we're very glad that um no- Noosa- it Seems to be at the the um, sharp end of this uh, activism.
1: Yes. Okay. Well,
0: you're putting Nusa
1: on the map yet again, Robin. Well done. <laughs> Talk to you again in future. Let us know if there's any developments. Thanks, Robin. I will. Okay. Good night. Bye. There you go, dear listener. Bye-bye. We'll be we'll be back again next week. Um, with the usual panel discussion of of news and current affairs and what's going on in the world. Join us then. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.
0: You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. That is your only
1: entrance requirement. Well, dear listener, did you enjoy that episode of the podcast? If you did, I've got a favour to ask. Uh, First up, tell some friends. Let them know about the podcast. You'll be discussing